Eric Roberts is a fucking man He's the greatest fucking actor since acting began We should give him every medal, every trophy and award He's the greatest fucking actor that you've ever seen or ever heard Sweet, sweet fantasy baby. It's episode number 33 of Eric Roberts is the Fucking Man, the world's number one Eric Roberts related podcast. I'm Doug Tilly, and with me, as always, is actually this week my co host Liam O'Donnell is up to his elbows in the Bruce Campbell Horror Film Festival. So I am, for the first time, flying solo. And this is very scary, very terrifying for me because I usually rely on Liam to fill out the show and delight us with his numerous anecdotes about his straight-edge punkery. So I knew I had to choose a hell of a guest to make up for his absence. Uh, and I don't even have anyone I can say shut up to. And I should also mention at the top of the show, before we get into things, before I introduce this guest, that this is going to be not only an off-format episode because I don't have Liam to pick on, but also because of the unique material we're going to be discussing today. Yes, on a normal episode of Eric Roberts is the Fucking Man, if this is your first time listening, and welcome if you are here for the first time. Uh, we normally would have two pieces of Eric Roberts uh, media, uh, and, and usually that would be maybe a television show and a movie, or two movies, or, or multiple episodes of a TV show. Uh, but today we're going to be looking at Eric Roberts' music video appearances. And I can hear what your brain is saying right now, which is, Eric Roberts' music video appearances? How could that possibly fill up a whole episode of a podcast? Well, asshole, I'll show you in just a bit. But before I do that, I really should introduce my guest for today. I, I, I couldn't do this alone. So I've scripted a wonderful guest to guide me through the ins and outs of these musical masterpieces all the way from Los Angeles, California. It's one half of the Drive All Night, The Songs of Tori Amos podcast, and with Robert Hill, one half of the found footage editing mashup duo Deeper Understanding, who made national news with their re-edit of Kirk Cameron's appearance on Way of the Master. It's Danny. Let me not screw up his last name. Halluseem. How are you doing today, Danny? Close enough. Um, I'm great. Halluseem. Uh, let's not, let's not make it worse. Hello, Seam. Hello to you. Hello to you, Danny. Danny, my understanding is you're a little drunk today. Yeah, it was, um, well, my brother's getting married tomorrow. He's the first, I have two brothers, and he's the first one of us to get married. And today was the wedding rehearsal slash brunch. And there were bottomless mimosas, and um, I probably had more than I should have. So you got all fucked up, and then you came home and watched a bunch of Eric Roberts videos. Yeah, um, I don't know if that was wise, but I did. it was. It's look. There's no right way to enjoy an Eric Roberts music video. You just need to kind of enter it uh, in, in the most relaxed way possible. And what's more relaxed than getting fucked up before you uh, sit down to watch and watch ten of them in a row? Ten of them in a row. Eleven, in, in fact. 11. But <laughs> we're going to pretend that one of them don't exist for the purposes of this show. Uh, now, I should ask you, Danny, before we get deep into things here, what do you know about Eric Roberts? Okay, mm-hmm. so I didn't know Eric Roberts existed right? <laughs> until he was on Celebrity Rehab, which I only got into because there used to be a show on VH1 called Celebrity Fit Club that, right. I, that I watched that Eric Roberts had nothing to do with, but Jackie Harry was on, you know, Jack A from um, 227? 
I know Jack A very well. Thank okay, so much. I watched it for her, and then I got sucked into like the VH1 reality show cycle or whatever. And uh, and then yeah, so Eric Roberts was on an episode or a season of Celebrity Rehab, which um, and that's that's been my only exposure to to Eric Roberts. Now we on this podcast, Eric Roberts is the fucking man. We watched that entire season of Celebrity Rehab over a series of two episodes. And we had uh, my two guests during that time period. They had some very strong opinions on that season of programming. What do you think, Danny, about Celebrity Rehab as a whole, as a reality show program? Um, I don't think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's it's healthy or helpful to people who have real addiction problems. I think mm-hmm. it's good for uh, C and D-list celebrities who are trying to get some interest back in their careers. And I think it accomplished that for most of the people on the show. Yes, except for the ones who died. Yeah, I was about to say, except for the ones who didn't make it. And yeah. Died. And the thing about that show is that those people are in crisis a lot of the times. And they've been in and out of rehab uh, centers before. So the fact that you're then putting them on TV and then and one of the things that we had issues with when we were talking about it was that they're also given money by VH1 for doing it, right? They're not doing it for free. Right, so they get out of this rehab facility, and they have this money, and then they can just do whatever they want. And again, you know, uh, it, it, they, <laughs> the, every man is a free agent, but it just seemed that there's a lot of scummy undercurrent on that show. And I don't know if I like this Dr. Drew. What do you think, Danny? Yeah, he's an exploiter. He's, I, I kind of think of him in the same way I think of Dr. Phil. Uh, kind of entertaining to watch, but a complete exploiter of people and probably does more harm than good. Um, yeah, he he has something to say about uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, the, her medical care. Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, which Doctor Drew just shut up. Yeah, Doctor Drew, why don't you shut up? If you got a problem with me saying that, Doctor Drew, why don't you come on Eric Roberts is the fucking man and uh, argue your position? But I don't know anything about what you do or why you would do that. So please, actually, don't do that. So aside from this program that you watched in full, Danny, despite hating Every episode, it, episode, yeah. Every single episode. Have you ever seen Eric Roberts in anything else? No. I, again, I, I did not know he existed. I didn't know Julie. Is he her older brother or younger brother? Julie he, is there, he is her older brother. I didn't know she had any brothers, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I, to me, that was like the only reason he was on the show was that he was her brother. But then I found out he was an actor also. That's right. In fact, that's a common misconception. <laughs> in fact, he had a career well before her. Uh, but uh, but I think it's safe to say that more people are generally aware of Julia Roberts than Eric Roberts. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think everybody else in the world. Oh, yeah. Well, not everybody else because we do have a dedicated cadre of listeners who want to hear all about the latest Eric Roberts news. Before we get to that... Oh, wait, uh, Dan- are there people who who know who Eric Roberts is but don't know who Julia Roberts is? I wouldn't say I could say that for sure. <laughs> I'm sure there are. There has to be. This world, it's a complex place, Danny. Also, There's all sorts of people out there. I wonder if there are people who know who Emma Roberts is but don't know who Eric Roberts is. I will say that when I started this podcast, I knew who Eric Roberts was, but I did not know who Emma Roberts was. To be fair, I don't really know who Emma Roberts is either. <laughs> she is Eric Roberts' daughter. I mean, I know, and now I know, like, who she, but before I was doing, um, some research <laughs> into uh, what we were going to talk about. I didn't know. Thanks, Danny. Research. Yeah. yeah. I have pages. Pages filled. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were going to follow that up by saying that you knew who Emma Roberts was. No, I don't. 
Well, I, I did find out. So she, I guess she was on a Nickelodeon show called mm. Unfabulous. I think okay. that's, that's what it was called. I will believe anything you say right now. And and so the I actually do have some sort of connection to that show in a way. Okay. Not, not a direct connection, but like, uh, so I guess Emma Roberts played uh, a girl who sings or is a musician. And the person who wrote the songs for her to sing on the show is a musician I'm a big fan of, which is Jill Sabule. So I'm like, oh. That's the show that Jill Sub- like I knew Jill Sobule wrote songs for a Nickelodeon show. I just didn't realize it was that show and it was Emma Roberts. It all connects together and it brought you here to the Eric Roberts is the fucking man podcast. Serendipity. That's right. And now we're going to talk about your interest in music in a little bit, Danny. But before we do that, enough of this preamble. We need to talk about the Roberts Report. Yes, it's the Roberts Report for episode number 33 of Eric Roberts is the Fucking Man. And we start this Roberts Report with a couple of tweets from Mr. Eric Roberts himself, available on Twitter, at Eric Roberts, all one word. Back on August 13th, he tweeted, Little Men is a great movie about a guy who should get a job and about the crime of having our lives be about money and the misery that causes. He then follows up with, Because money has zero value now and serves only four heartless governments to control good people Back to bartering. Danny, how do you feel about us abandoning commerce and just going back to bartering as a system of exchanging goods and services? I don't think that's a good idea because I Mm. have many uh, goods and services to barter with and I would probably starve and die. But if maybe if you were forced into that situation, you'd suddenly find that you had a skill. I don't, uh, I don't want to learn any new skills. Okay. I'm with you there, actually. And again, I don't know what Eric Roberts thinks, what, what skills he thinks he has that he could bring to the table. Hey, acting is a skill, right? Yeah. It's something you develop. I'm just very lazy. Right. I'm just very lazy. But you also, but you, but you have money. I do. And so it's working <laughs> out pretty well. Like I can buy my groceries with it. So I'm okay with that system. Danny says, let's stick with the money. Yeah. Now, <laughs> if I, you're looking... My money sorry. does have some value. I don't know why he said my money has zero value now, because I can go into any store and exchange that money for goods and services. It, this is based around a fallacy, Danny. It's just in your mind, man. It's just a piece of paper, Am right? We only give it value because we believe in it. Are you calling me a sheeple? No, I, look, I'm just saying you should open your eyes, okay? And you got to look around at the world... And what it's really all about, man. And you know what? I have these um, CDs. <laughs> I have these... Uh, Certificates of deposit? Yeah. That, no, I got some Bitcoins. I'm putting all my money into Bitcoins. My my best friend is 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 doing that. Not all his money, but he's starting to invest in Bitcoins. And I, uh, to be fair, I don't really know too much about it. But um, maybe you can educate me a little bit. Um, is that a wise idea? It doesn't seem smart to me. It seems like a really dumb idea. But I have these Bill Hicks CDs you should listen to, and man, you should just follow his groove. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for Eric Roberts, he's currently at Hempfest in Seattle, Washington. Now, Danny, you did watch that entire season of Celebrity Rehab. Isn't it interesting that Eric Roberts is at a place called Hempfest at the moment? I guess it didn't work out for him in the end, huh? It's the world's largest annual event dedicated to reforming cannabis and hemp laws. And I believe Eric is there with his stepson, uh, Keaton Simons, who he uh, actually reunited with on that season of Celebrity Rehab you watched. I don't remember that. <laughs> it was a big chunk of 
the the Eric Roberts content of that season. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Because you see, he used to get Keaton Simons to like get him pot, and they used to fight. There's this part, uh, a story that they tell is that Keaton, he was like performing with his friends in his band, and they were like practicing. And Eric Roberts was very upset about the noise that were, they were making, and he came down and yelled at him. So Keaton Simons, he says, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a baseball bat and beat the shit out of you, Eric Roberts. And that's what happened. And apparently he went and like beat up Eric Roberts. Maybe I need to rewatch that. It sounds like it's worth rewatching just for what I just said, but really, no, it's not. Wait, was he on the season with Janice Dickinson? Yes. Okay. She's never she, going to die, by the way. She's she, going she's gonna to outlive us all. She's got a death becomes her thing going on. Oh, yeah. She drank that potion. If you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, from September 2nd to 4th, you can attend Geekonomicon, which will feature a full cast reunion of the 1996 Doctor Who television movie, which was covered on one of the very early episodes of Eric Roberts' The Fucking Men. And that means that Paul McGann, the Doctor, and Eric Roberts, the Master, are going to be there. Tell Eric that Eric Roberts is the fucking man sent you. Danny, what do you know about Doctor Who? I watched the first three seasons of the reboot. Right. Um, and that's it. And I like them. Um, I just never got around to watching the rest. And I never watched anything before that. Danny, TV is so good right now. Is it? Is There's so much good TV. I don't feel like I'm watching most most of it then. I'm just really trash like Dance Moms and Dr. Phil every day. What about the Stranger Things? You watch that? Oh, yeah, I did watch that. See? You're watching TV. You're binge watching, right? Yeah, I watched that in like a week. See? That's a binge. Because normally it would be week to week like you were watching that celebrity rehab show. Oh, I did just finish watching uh, uh, the MTV adaptation, TV adaptation of Scream. Right. The first season of it? Uh, no, they, they just finished the second season. It's Right. It's, Horrible. Um, so, so are you watched two watched seasons of it? Two, two seasons of it, and uh, I will probably watch the third season. Um, I, I kind of just got sucked into how bad it was, and and I, the rest is history. I, I, have, I some... have a habit of doing that. I'll I'll watch shows that I hear are really bad, and instead of like watching one episode, me like, oh, this is really bad. I'll watch the entire run of the series. Well, I guess. I guess in the era where TV is so good, why not rebel against it and watch a show that nobody enjoys for like hours and hours of it? Danny, what is going on over there? Uh, and I live in Hollywood, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just a lot of exciting stuff happening in Hollywood. Oh yeah, <laughs> huge news this week! As not only is the "Stocked by My Doctor" sequel coming, it's arriving very soon. In fact, "Stocked by My Doctor: The Return." will be airing this Labor Day weekend on the Lifetime Network. Of course, Eric Roberts will be returning, but so will writer-director Doug Campbell. So if you are a fan of Stocked by My Doctor on the Lifetime Network, you should tune in. And we will, of course, have a very special episode of Eric Roberts is the Fucking Man covering Stocked by My Doctor, The Return. Now, Danny, you probably don't know what Stocked by My Doctor is. I'm guessing it's a Lifetime movie where a woman is stalked by her doctor. That is incredibly accurate. However, it loses... The sense of ridiculousness and heightened tension and drama that uh, that particular movie contained. It does have a scene where Eric Roberts, he's standing in front of a mirror with an American Girl doll. And then he rips it to pieces and he just stomps on it. What did American Girl ever do to him? He was just, I think he was using it as a symbol of the teenager that he was trying to stalk at that time. Oh. It's actually a crazy, amazing movie. Uh, and all... Listeners of Eric Roberts is the fucking man are very much looking forward to this sequel. Well, Hopefully, it lives up to the original. What kind of doctor is he? 
He's a, a doctor of medicine. Oh, I see. Like he's a he's a surgeon, in fact. Great. A, a very well-respected surgeon. So when he starts being really inappropriate, uh, a lot of people don't believe that he's really being a stalking doctor because he's such a professional. It's funny how we put our trust in people who are in these professional positions. Don't you think, Danny? So the moral is don't trust any doctor ever. Don't. And in fact, uh, this director of Stock by My Doctor and Stock by My Doctor, The Return, Doug Campbell, he's uh, he's made a series of films for a lifetime. I think one is called Stocked at 17, and one of them is called Stocked by My Neighbor. He just likes to make movies about people stocking things. I think the police should look into Mr. Campbell. Maybe he just really, maybe this is how he how he gets out his own stocking urges is by making these movies. Because he writes them, too. It's like harm reduction? Exactly. Okay. Recently released was the trailer for... The Power of Surge, Revenge of the Sequel. That's right. That's what it's called. A lighthearted superhero comedy that spoofs the superhero genre and features appearances by a vast range of celebrities from the sci-fi, fantasy, and comic genres, such as Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> Nichelle Nichols, Linda Blair, Robert Picardo, and Eric Roberts. Yeah, I watched the trailer for it. It looks fucking awful. So I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Uh, there will be screenings of the film somewhere in September. Uh, so you should keep your eyes out if the power of Surge, Revenge of the Sequel, is playing in a theater near you. More likely, you'll see it on video on demand. Are you interested in a movie called Power of Surge, Danny? Um, No. What do you think about these superhero movies, Danny? I've, I, I don't think I've seen very many of them. I've, I saw the Batman reboots and the first Superman reboot, and that's about it. I've never seen an X-Men. I've never seen... Uh, Never seen an X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? Fantastic Four or Avengers or I don't know what they are. You just don't care about that kind of thing. I. What are, what are you into? What, are, what, what kind of movies have you been enjoying lately, Danny? Uh, the last movie I saw, I saw the Absolutely Fabulous movie. Uh-huh. Which I'm sure all your listeners have also seen. John Hamm is in it. He is, very briefly. But yeah, he is. It wasn't very good, though. No, that's a shame. Yeah, it was It was mostly a rehashing of um, jokes from the show. So if we were going to make a review of how bad it was, so it's ab-fab, right? So what's a, a word that would work into that except it's bad instead of fab? How about ab-fab is bad? I don't want to say it's bad, though. Mm, still, though, it really works into what I was just saying. Okay, fine. Ab-fab is just okay. <laughs> it's just okay. Yeah, it doesn't rhyme. It doesn't have the same ring as... as See? First See? You're, punch it up a little bit there, Danny. So what other? What else have you seen in the cinemas? I, of... I saw Roseanne for president. Oh, I see. Um, and Roseanne was actually there at the oh. screening, and I got to meet her. Um, and that was cool. Uh, the, the, it was about when she was trying to run for president, uh, I think when Mitt Romney and Obama were running against each other. And it was more... Yeah, it was about her her campaign, but also it was more about um, third party campaigns in general. Sure, uh, Jill Stein played a big part in it, and she was actually interviewed for it uh, multiple times, and it was just really interesting. Um, I don't know. I think Roseanne's uh, gone a little. Um, She's gonna vote for Trump, huh? Well, she she talked about that actually at the screening, and she said that her words were taken out of context. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and I sat next to. Uh, did you know? Do you remember in Borat there was that that woman? She was one of the few actual actors in the movie, Lunell. Oh, I think so. She played the prostitute that 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 showed up at that dinner party. Oh, right, of course. I, yeah, I sat down next to her, and um, 
and she was really cool. She was texting most of the movie. Um, what? That's not cool. She was on her phone most of the movie, and then I talked to her afterwards, and I told her actually that I, I had dressed up as Borat for Halloween one year, and I, I showed her the pictures, and uh, she actually asked me to text them to her. Outstanding. Yeah. Recently added to the ever-expanding IMDb page of Eric Roberts. Danny, have you been over to the Internet Movie Database to see Eric Roberts' IMDb page? Yeah, I did. I don't think I've seen anything he's been in. No, that's fine. It's rather large, though, don't you think? And I thought, like, because it was so large, I would have seen something. (laughs) You would think, actually. I mean, just in terms of percentages, you think you would have seen something. Uh Uh-huh. Well, anyway, he's going to be in 2017's Taco Shop. Directed by Joaquin Perea, who previously directed Danny Trejo, that's Danny like you, in 2015's The Devil Inside. The plot of Taco Shop involves a taco shop's business being jeopardized when a gourmet taco truck parks across the street. Uh, This film stars Teen Wolf star Tyler Posey as a character named Smokes and Eric Eric Roberts as Old School Eddie. Are you going to be running out, Danny, to see Taco Shop in 2017? You know what? If it was directed by the same guy who directed Barbershop, I probably would have. But based on what you told me now. Oh, well, maybe once you've seen more about it. Are you a big fan of this Teen Wolf series? I've never heard of it. It was, it was a movie from the 80s, right? There was a movie in the 80s called Teen Wolf. That's very good. Okay. And then they made a television series, uh, which I my understanding is it just has a lot of shirtless young boys in it. How young? I don't know. Probably of age. Okay, then I'm into it. Yeah. So, (laughs) Taco Shop, coming in 2017. Everyone should check that out. Smokes. Smokes and Old School Eddie. After this first break, Danny, we're going to return. And enough of this exciting Eric Roberts news. We have to talk about some music videos. And what's really interesting about this is that we're going to be talking about all sorts of different genres. Yeah, you got your... (laughs) You got your alternative rock here, but you also got your hip-hop over here. Even some industrial thrown in just to to serve all masters. But no, there's lots of Eric Roberts content still to come. We're going to take a break. When we come back, five music videos. Smokes. And we're back on episode number 33 of Eric Roberts is the Fucking Man. And yes, this is an off-format episode of the show. We're going to be talking about some Eric Roberts featuring music videos. Now, for those of you who don't know, 
Eric Roberts, he's been in a lot of music videos. Now, you might say, well, what does a lot mean? Well, for the purposes of this show, we're going to talk about 10 music videos. And frankly, most of them are pretty well known. There's a few at the end that maybe not so much. But uh, this, uh, the, t- the idea, sort of the topic of Eric Roberts being in music videos as a concept for this show came from the fact that just last year, he was uh, featured in the Bitch Better Have My Money video by Rihanna. Uh, and when that video came out, it kind of uh, spurred a whole bunch of different articles online, just kind of recognizing how long Eric Roberts has been doing music videos. So we decided to be a fun thing to explore his entire videography. So we're here, Danny. Now, during the break, Danny told me that he's never listened to any music before. Is that right, Danny? No, that's not right. <laughs> In fact, you have a music-related podcast. I do. It's, it's called Drive All Night, The Songs of Tori Amos. And I do it with my partner, um, not my romantic partner, um, but my podcast partner, Efren. And what we do is we we are going song by song through Tori Amos's catalog in chronological order. And each episode, we just talk about one song. Right. So it's very exhausting. Right, right. Well, that's exhausting. But here... We're going to go in chronological order through all of the video works of Eric Roberts, and you just need to treat every one of these videos as like a bite-sized version of your podcast, which I've listened to some episodes, and it's terrific, and everyone who's listening to this should check it out, even if you have no interest in Tori Amos, just like people should listen to this show, even if you have no interest in Eric Roberts. Thanks. Yeah, that was a compliment. Yeah, I the, the Killers, Danny, is this a band that you're aware of? Yes, it is a band I'm aware of. This is, so the, are we talking about the song now? We're talking about the band The Killers. Just the, the, just the band. Yes, I've heard of The Killers. <laughs> so what in what context have you heard about them before? Uh, so in my 20s, I would go out dancing a lot, uh, like three or four times a week. Uh, I would get shit-faced drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was around the time that The Killers were emerging as a band. And uh, most of the clubs I went to were like indie rock, Britpop, 60s soul. That was like the kind of music they played. And so they played Somebody Told Me a Lot and Mr. Brightside a lot. So that's how I'm familiar with The Killers. Mr. Brightside. Well, that's the video that we're going to be talking about here, Danny. So you were already familiar with this song before you... But had you ever seen the video before? No, no. I've never seen any of the videos that we're, we're about to talk about. <laughs> that is... That's great, actually. So you're coming at it fresh because uh, my understanding is I don't know a lot about The Killers. I love like new wave music and The Killers were sort of bringing that kind of style of music back. It's just not something them particular I didn't really connect with. But I did recognize that Mr. Brightside was a huge song and this video was huge as well. So tell me, Danny, you have a whole shitload of notes over there. Yeah. Tell me what happens in the music video for Mr. Brightside. Um... (laughs) (laughs) It's complex. Well, the first thing I noticed was that I thought, holy shit, this looks like that awful Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland adaptation. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, uh, I, I peeked at your notes, and, and you thought that it looked like Moulin Rouge. Like, in fact, this isn't my note. I mean, though you are reading from my notes that I passed over to you, that particular comment isn't from me. It's from the Wikipedia page that it's uh, directed by Sophie Mueller and reminiscent of the 2000 film, 2001 film, sorry, Moulin Rouge, but you did not think it looked like Moulin Rouge. Um, no, I've only seen Moulin Rouge once and I hated it. So mm-hmm. it's not like really <laughs> like in my, my general consciousness. But I also only saw Alice in Wonderland once and I hated that too. So I don't know why I went to that. Maybe because it was more recent. Um, There's and- a lot of people dancing in this video. 
Yeah, I, you know, I've seen a lot of Sophie Mueller music videos. I can't say she's my favorite director. Um, most of her music videos kind of bore me. Not a lot happens, and um, I always feel like it was <laughs> a lost opportunity. Well, over on Genius.com, which is where I got a lot of the song descriptions for this episode, uh-huh. it says that despite its upbeat feel, this song deals with issues of infidelity, paranoia, and jealousy. This is due to Brandon Flowers, who I guess is the lead singer of The Killers, his heartache when his ex-girlfriend cheated on him while they were together. And that's sort of in the plot of the video. We have Eric Roberts, who's this um, apple, he's this guy who likes apples, and he's an older gentleman. Uh, And I guess the female in this fucking burlesque show uh, that uh, Brandon Flowers enjoys, is a big fan of this woman, she likes Eric Roberts more than she likes him. Why? Oh, now that comes down to a different question. Do you have some kind of issue with Mr. Eric Roberts? Okay, so again, I'm again, I'm not too familiar with his work, but does he always look this greasy and sweaty? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would say yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was like special makeup or if that's just his usual look. He has a great head of hair. I will give him that. He's got Fine. a silver fox head of hair. So you are saying that in this contest between Brandon Flowers and Eric Roberts, you fall very clearly on the Brandon Flowers side. I would 100% fuck Brandon Flowers over Eric Roberts. Okay. I mean, I feel like that is not the common uh, feeling between the listeners of this show. But I do. <laughs> Probably it is very common among the listeners of The Killers, the regular listeners. What about but, you, uh, Doug? What about you? Now, that's a really good question. Because I haven't really talked about my attraction to Eric Roberts on this show before. I've certainly mentioned that he's a very attractive man, I think. But I also love the silver fox look. That's just me. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't... This Brandon Flowers, I don't know. He looks a little insincere to me. You're not answering the question, though. Oh, I would fuck the shit out of Eric Roberts. I have a podcast about him. <laughs> yeah, that's, but that doesn't necessarily mean... He also has superior checker skill. That's okay. very strange. That's another thing. I uh, th- So I've never, I didn't really know about Teen Wolf. I wasn't quite sure about Teen Wolf being a movie in the 80s. I, I, I have also never played Checkers before. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. Is that a game where like the, sta- the stakes are so high that and it gets so heated that you just turn the board over? Now here's the thing about Checkers. And again, I'm not going to explain the rules to you, Danny. I'm sure you can look it up online if you need to. I won't. The- when you reach a certain level of skill at checkers, which you tend to reach when you hit, say, the age of 15, maybe 10, okay. then the game doesn't be- it becomes not very fun anymore because there's so little skill involved with it. And it's almost like playing X's and O's, right? Where it's like, you know, if you win, it's just because someone wasn't paying very close attention. X's so no. O's? You, know, you don't know what X's and O's is? I think we call it tic-tac-toe in America. Well, I grew up in Newfoundland, which is full <laughs> of really stupid people. Tic-tac-toe. Get out of here with your tic-tac-toe. <laughs> what do you call it? Shoots and ladders? It's snakes. What? Snakes and ladders. Okay. Are we really getting into this? I think so. There are no snakes in that game, are there? In snakes and ladders? Yeah, there are. That's why it's called that. I thought there were shoots. Shoots? What the fuck is a shoot? Like a, a slide. Then why is it not called slides and ladders? Because a shoot is like a slide, so they're calling it shoot. Who calls a slide a shoot? Where are the snakes? The snakes are what you can climb up or slide down. You can slide down a snake. 
I'm like Whitney Houston right now. Show me the receipts. I will I will prove this beyond a shadow of a doubt. Anyway, what do you think Show of this song? The receipts. What do you think of this Mr. Brightside song? Um, I like it. I like I said, I I was never I a big killers fan, but you know, they were fun to dance to. Um I I can't say I ever downloaded or bought an album of theirs. Um but yeah, it's a fun song to dance to. Um so I you know it, and it reminds me of, of my 20s. Well, I mean, you can't do better than that. I like the song, Mr. Brightside. I did hear it a million billion times when it first came out. But uh, I feel like I have enough emotional and audible distance from it that now I can enjoy it once again. So I was happy to revisit this video. And not just because Mr. Eric Roberts was in it. Yeah, there's another thing I wanted to talk about about this video. So Eric is clearly much older than Brandon Flowers. And... There, there seems to be some sort of love triangle going on, and yes. it, it just brought up, you know, uh, you know, in the gay community, we have, uh, you know, there's bears and otters and twinks, and there's also mm-hmm. a category uh, called daddies, and so I don't know for some reason it, it made me that came up in my head um, that Eric Roberts is like in the daddy role. Now tell me more. Now when I'm I'm on Twitter sometimes, Danny. Yeah. And every time a celebrity uh, tweets anything, someone will reply with. Fuck me, daddy. So what's that all about? I don't know if that's the same thing. <laughs> all right. I think Obama gets that a lot. I, th- I think that's just how the kids talk. Oh, okay. But in, in the gay community, daddy uh, mostly refers to, um, you know, an older older gentleman with a younger gentleman. And there there's maybe some role playing going on and some unresolved issues. All right. So explain to me. I'm just trying to work out what you're trying to say here, Danny. You're saying that Brandon Flowers might actually be attracted to Eric Roberts that's exa- in a daddy-type role. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm glad that's what you got out of what I said. And, um, yeah. That'd be pretty cool to see. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Any final thoughts on The Killer's Mr. Brightside? Um, no, but maybe I should learn how to play checkers. Yeah, maybe. How about chess? Do you know how to play chess? Yeah, I actually grew up learning. Uh, my dad taught me how to play chess uh, when I was really young, so I, I, I'm I'm okay at chess. I feel like once you know how to play chess, to go back to checkers, is it's like going from university back to junior high. Yeah, so maybe I don't need to learn how to play checkers. Down ass bitch, Danny. Can you have a poll? Um, Excuse me? (laughs) I don't know. Is is there a way you can poll your audience and ask them if I should learn checkers or not? I can do that. I can absolutely do that. Okay. And based on the results, maybe I will. All right. And we will, of course, get an update on your checkers learning skills. Yeah. Down Ass Bitch by Ja Rule. Right. Um, never heard of this song before. Okay, but you have heard of Mr. Ja Rule? I've heard of Ja Rule. I don't know any of his music. He's an actor. What? <laughs> He's done some acting. Wasn't he in the Tokyo Drift movie? Oh, I missed that. I was busy. That I might night. be wrong. I was busy that night, Doug. But I know he's done some acting before. But um, didn't he what have I w- a reality show? A reality show with Ja Rule. I think. I think, so. I think he was in prison somewhat recently. 
because I watched a video of him on YouTube, which is a video streaming service, uh, where he eats uh, um, hot wings while being interviewed. <laughs> That's what, this is what the, the show is. It's someone interviews somebody, and they're both eating hotter and hotter wings as they go around. It's actually pretty entertaining. But I, Ja Rule was on it. I just looked it up. He did have a reality show, and it was called Follow the Rules. I don't get it. Oh, because his name is Rule. Right. Ja Rule, Follow the Rules. It's funny because in this video, which features uh, Eric Roberts as a police officer who's teamed with another police officer, he's trying to track down two master criminals, one of them played by Ja Rule, and the other one played by, who is it, Charlie... Baltimore? Ch- Charlie Baltimore. Is that her name? And I, I think that sounds I, right. When I saw the name, I just assumed it was going to be a man, and then I, was, I thought it was going to be like a buddy heist type video, but then ah. it turned out Charlie is a, is a woman. Yeah, Charlie's a woman. She is his down ass bitch. <laughs> I because should have figured that out. Because it's very important uh, in this song. I mean, in the context of this song, and again, I shouldn't make light of it. These they're they're robbers. They're they're thieves. And uh, what happens is that Charlie Baltimore ends up getting busted by these two cops. One of them played by Eric Roberts, and they sit her down in this room, and they're like, "Where's Ja? Tell us where Ja is." We gotta find Ja, and she doesn't break because she is a down ass bitch. So she goes to jail. Yes. So she goes to jail. Wait, doesn't before, say anything. Before you go any further, that scene that you just described, I found myself the whole time wishing that the cop that wasn't Eric Roberts, I was wishing that he was played by the guy who played Carl Winslow on Family Matters. I that would have been way better. That would have. That I feel like they missed that opportunity, and I don't think that guy's doing anything right now. So. Reginald Vell Johnson. Right. Who may or may not be gay, actually. Is he not gay? I always thought he was gay. I mean, I, I think he's gay, but uh, I don't think anything has ever been confirmed. I saw it in the National Enquirer back in the mid-90s. <laughs> so I think that's pretty confirmation right there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this woman, Charlie Baltimore, mm-hmm. goes to jail and does not say anything. She doesn't snitch on Jaw. So then she gets out of jail and Ja is waiting for her with this big limo. And then they go to the beach together and they just like have like a big bowl full of diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, what happens. As one does on the beach. Over at Genius.com, they say that this is considered as one of the greatest songs of Ja Rule's career. What did you think of the song, Danny? I didn't really care for it, except I will say I did like Charlie's verse. Right. But the rest of the song I didn't really like. She spits hot fire on her verse. Yes, hot fire. Hot fire. Uh, I do... What do you think about that Ja Rule's voice? Um, do I think about it? Mm-hmm. I don't think I think about it very much. Well, what did you think about it while you were listening to the song? Um, to be honest, I think I listened to it about an hour ago. I already forgot. He's got a voice that's kind of like this. Okay. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't care for it. No, it's not very good. Yeah, I don't think I, I would explore the rest of his catalog. What's, but then again, I guess his singing voice is... Sorry? Oh, what's like his the song that he's known for? What's his hit? Like, uh, does he have one like that everybody knows? And He had some big hits, I recall. But unfortunately, I just don't have the cred in the hip-hop community to be able to tell you what they are right now. Mm. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. At the end of this video, they're on the beach. And they're being watched by those two officers, one of them played by Eric Roberts, who at this point is wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a backwards baseball cap. (laughs) And he looks like a fucking idiot. 
Would you agree, Danny? Does he look like an idiot? I was confused. Yes, he does look like an idiot. And I was confused because how did they find them? And are they like I, I had? I, I think it left me with more questions than answers. Like, well, that's fair enough. Are they are they there to arrest them, or are are they part in on it? And are they joining them? Are they in on the heist, or are they gonna uh, arrest them and and kind of steal the loot for themselves? Like, I couldn't tell if they were honest cops or crooked cops. I think, and this is just how I interpreted it, uh, it could be any one of those things that you just said. I think that they are honest cops, and what they've done is they've waited for Charlie, uh, I was going to say Charlie California, Charlie Baltimore, to get out of prison, and then they're just following her around until she gets back together with Ja, so that she can then slip up and show that they have all the diamonds that they stole together. And <laughs> they cleverly brought all those diamonds to the beach for some reason, and now they're there, and they're like, yeah, well, now we can finally bust them. We can bust them together. They and need- that's why one guy says, you're the man. Is that where you get the name for the podcast from this music video? No. Oh. You know what? Because I, I this- noticed that. They say that you're the man. I thought maybe that's where you got the name for your podcast from. No, what happened? And I've, I've told this story a couple of times, but um, there's, a, there's an actor named Mickey Rourke. And okay. a few years ago, he won an uh, Independent Spirit Award for a movie called The Wrestler. And when he was doing his speech, the first thing he says is he points out Eric Roberts in the crowd. And he's like, Eric Roberts? Let me tell you about Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts is the fucking man. And then he says about how Eric Roberts should be getting better roles than he's getting, which I agree with. Um, and uh, and then, you know, it's just a big shout out. So that's where the uh, title of this podcast comes from. Okay. Well, what a neat coincidence. That, that They also talk about him being the man in this. And in fact, in a recent episode, we featured Eric Roberts as a character called the man. Wow. How about that? It's crazy. Anyway, the ending of this, of this video is kind of interesting, Danny, because they head over, these cops do, to arrest Ja and Charlie. And then the video just ends. And what I discovered, this was a little bit of secret special information, both for you, Danny, and the listeners, yeah. is that there's actually a sequel to this video. Oh. Yeah. So right after this video was made, Ja Rule made another video called Down For You. And Down For You, at the very beginning of that video, it continues right off where this one ends. It's really strange. What happens is the two cops go over to these people and they discover that they're not Ja Rule and Charlie. And then the guy says, you are not the man. And then Eric Roberts looks at the camera and makes like a wah, wah face. Wow, the old switcheroo. Yeah, and then the rest of the video is just Ja Rule driving around on the beach and get, uh, and hanging out on a boat. It doesn't. The rest of it doesn't really follow the plot. <laughs> so that's pretty great. I mean, it seems like a pretty fun lifestyle. Yeah, I, you know, I was I was also confused because there was a scene in the video where it shows Ja and Charlie in their home, and it looked really nice, and it made me think, like, why are they robbing people? Because I can't imagine, like, they got all that nice stuff and that nice house from just doing home invasion robberies and having a private plane, like... Hey, man, they had a lot of jewelry. Right, you don't just get that from, like, you know, robbing a, a, a rich guy's home safe. I don't know. I'm not in the biz myself, but, uh, you know, it's all in the game. All in the game. So what's interesting about the fact that this video has a sequel is that there's actually three of the videos that we're going to talk about today, if you include this one, all have sequels. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't really hear about a lot of music videos having sequels. Yeah, it happens sometimes, though. You know, it does happen sometimes. And one of those times is our next video. It's like that, and that's the way it is. Boy, I know 
Now, I need to get your feelings, Danny, on Mariah Carey. I am a big fan of um, old school Mariah Carey. Now, what's old school Mariah Carey? Pre-Glitter? Yeah. You know, I I only just recently saw Glitter, and I loved it. Um, And I don't know why it took me so long to watch it. Um, But yeah, I think right before Glitter, I kind of fell off the Mariah train. Uh, but bef- yeah, before that, I, w- I was a pretty big fan. I bought all the albums. I, you know, I was in- into it. Um, Were you still into her when It's Like That came out? No. Uh, because, <laughs> so you weren't a big fan of The Emancipation of Mimi, her big comeback album. No, but I will say, watching these two videos made me want to listen to the whole album. Now, why is that? What about these songs and these videos made you think, you know what? I got to get back into this Mariah Carey. I feel like, I don't know why, but um, something a, a, around Glitter, like something just turned me off to Mariah. And I think I, I may have judged her a little too harshly or unfairly. And I didn't give give her her new stuff a chance as, as it was coming out. And watching these, I'm like, oh, this is, it's like that was kind of a fun song. And, and We Belong Together, you know, was a nice ballad. And um, I think, you know, it was, it, it's worth a listen. You know what I didn't like about Mariah Carey back in the 90s? Whenever she was being interviewed, she just whispered the whole time because I guess she wanted to keep her voice for when she had to sing those high and high notes. I mean, I think she's batshit crazy in her person. She seems to be a little crazy. Now, I wasn't going to say that, but I'm glad you introduced it as a topic. I'm a therapist, and that's the clinical term for it. Um, cray cray. She's got, a, she's got a queen bee thing going on in these videos. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like... It just, <laughs> it just, I don't know. I think it's the gay man in me. Months before the album's release, this is The Emancipation of Mimi, Mariah posted... You love th- saying that whole album title, don't you? The Emancipation of Mimi? I certainly do. One more time. <laughs> the Emancipation of Mimi from 2005. Mariah posted the following note on her website and addressed it to her fans, who she calls Lambs. Yeah. She said, For the first time in my life, I feel free and unashamed to be who I really am. I am celebrating that I've grown into a person and artist who no longer feels imprisoned by my insecurities. I can now honestly say, this is me, the real me, take it or leave it. And I think it's interesting, Danny, that when she became her real self, that's when you were like, ah, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> Whoops, sorry, Mariah. <laughs> maybe your real self isn't that interesting. Oh. Or maybe we're just discovering now how interesting she really is. Isn't it funny? Eleven years ago, the Emancipation of Mimi came out. Wow, it doesn't seem like I feel like that was just a few years ago that they were announcing it was coming out. It actually does kind of feel that way. So, what happens in this video, Danny? So, what happens in this video? Um, there are diamonds in this video, just like in the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know is that is that a thread uh, that has something to do with with Eric Roberts? Like he only appears in videos that heavily feature diamonds. The man loves blood diamonds. <laughs> So, uh, in this video, uh, they're at a party. Um, uh, I think it, it takes place at the Greystone Mansion in Beverly Hills. Uh, <laughs> That's what these notes say. Well, no, it's funny. Uh, in, when I was graduating from high school, we had a senior tea uh, as one of the events leading up to graduation. And it was at Greystone Mansion. Oh. I didn't go, though, because I didn't oh. have any friends in high school. Mm. So, I didn't want to go sit by myself. Well, things have changed, haven't they, Danny? Yes, they have. And now you have friends all over, all over the world. I do. 
Yeah. I don't know what, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to get into high school. Um, but yeah. I, no one, no one enjoys high school. <laughs> so yeah. So there's a party at a mansion and uh, Eric Roberts is um, watching Mariah getting down at this party on uh, some security monitors and uh, kind of creeping around and spying around the corner and yeah, instead of you know, joining the party. And so it's kind of unclear what his role is in the first part of this video. You just know he's like watching Mariah very carefully. Yeah, it's funny because there's a plot here that I did not pick up on until I read like a plot summary. What what, what didn't you pick up on? What part? Well, th- this this party, this masquerade party, because everyone's wearing masks, is supposed to be the, 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 the day before Mariah Carey's character gets married. So right. this is her celebrating with her friends, and Eric Roberts is her husband, and he's or soon to be husband, and he's just watching the party and is in preparation to uh, of them getting married the next day. But she uh, sees a ex lover of hers, played by Wentworth Miller, and he at the very end of the video throws her some flowers or something like that. Right, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't I don't think you would know that until you watch part two. That's right. That's what I mean. In retrospect. It, it makes a lot more sense. But remember, you know, this song came out first and this video came out first. A lot of people would have seen it without any other context. That's true. How about that Wentworth Miller? What do you think about him? Who is he famous? Who is he? <laughs> he was on that show Prison Break. Uh, and the other thing about him is that, remember a couple years ago, I'm not sure if this is going to interest you or not, but I'm a nerd. Um, there was a movie that came out called Stoker. Um, and Nicole Kidman is in it. And it was directed by the director of Old Boy. But anyway, Wentworth Miller wrote that movie, Stoker. Oh, I've never heard of it. So what did you think of the song, Danny? I liked it. It was, it was you know, classic, like, fun party Mariah. I loved her outfits. Um, they weren't very practical. But, uh, and I think they were the kind of outfits that only Mariah can really pull off. She has an outfit, her, like her wedding dress in this next video. There's a part at the end of the video where she drives off in a car. Right. And, and, like, the back of her dress is, like, floating all along the back of the car. And all I could think about is Jane Mansfield and how she ended up being decapitated in a car crash. Is that what you were thinking about when you were watching it? Is that how Jane's Manf- Jane-, Jane Mansfield died? She died in a car crash where she was decapitated. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. There's there's pictures out there. Not that you should check them out, but they are out there. No. But I didn't know that. But no, that didn't cross my mind. I was just like thinking, oh my God, her dress is going to get so dirty. <laughs> I guess you had a different concern than me. We Belong Together is the next video. That, that's the one I'm talking about with her in the wedding dress because the plot of this video is that it's the day after that big to-do. Right. And she's getting married to Eric Roberts. Yeah. But something that. happens. What happens? Something does happen. So she's walking down the aisle. Um, <laughs> and Mariah's face just and, – and so Wentworth is kind of creeping off to the side, kind of watching everything. What are you doing, Wentworth? And as Mariah's walking down the aisle, like, something in her face changes. And, uh, yeah, it, her face kind of contorts in a in a kind of disgusted, revolted way. I think mm-hmm. she got a good look at Eric Roberts, and she was like, oh, what am I doing? This is not very nice, but I continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologize to your listeners and fans. 
for anything else I say about his appearance. And then uh, and then she just runs off with Wentworth, leaving Eric to be confronted by the minister, putting his hand on his shoulder, and which made me like fucking laugh out loud at that point. He did have a very forlorn look on his face, Eric Roberts did, after Mariah Carey walked off on him as they were about to get married. <laughs> I was just confused about their relationship. Um, why was Mariah marrying Eric Roberts? Because, well, she did marry Tommy Mottola back in 1993. Yeah, but that was to get a record contract. Yeah, so maybe in this world that Eric Roberts was the owner of a big record company. Okay. Right? He could be. I think he's supposed to be symbolic of Tommy Mottola because apparently in this music video, Mariah Carey is wearing the same wedding dress she wore when she got married in 1993. Oh, shit. So that's why she doesn't give a fuck when the car pulls away and her dress is like getting dirty on the road. She's like, well, usually you don't get to wear it twice, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you know this track, We Belong Together, was number one for 14 weeks, which is the second longest running number one song in U.S. chart history. Really? Wow. Yeah. It it's was- behind. In fact, it's behind another Mariah Carey song or Mariah Carey and Boys to Men's One Sweet Day. Oh, I love that song. So this video, do, do you feel bad for Eric Roberts when she runs off on him? No, because... I kind of, he kind of gave me the creeps in part one, like with all the surveillance cameras, and um, I don't know. I don't think they were a match. I think that's fair enough. You know. Smack that, Danny. <laughs> Smack that That's our fifth video And our final one before our break Akon with M&M's Smack that And uh, this video is sort of a remake Of 48 Hours The famous movie with Nick Nolte And Eddie Murphy Where Akon is a, a person in a jail And this cop comes over And this cop is played by uh, Eric Roberts He's playing Jack Gates the cop should And he I, says Should I know who Jack Gates is? Is that is that like a prior character that, that he played? No, I don't know who Jack Gates is. Maybe that is the character Nick Nolte plays in 48 Hours? I don't think so. I guess would they use the real name? But doesn't it seem like he makes a real point of saying, I'm Jack Gates? Right, they want you to know his name for some reason. (laughs) Well, anyway, Jack Gates comes up to Akon. He's like, hey, buddy, we're going to let you out for 24 hours if you can help us find this uh, female witness. And he passes her a photo. And he's like, oh, I will do that. And then they go to like a strip club. And uh, at the end of the video, Akon runs off with the uh, female witness, I guess. Right. I, so I, that, I felt like that that first scene that you just described, out of all the videos we've talked about so far, I feel like that one really showcased Eric's acting chops. He's like, it also really showcased Akon as an actor. I, I guess so, yeah. Are you a big fan of Akon? Um, no, I, I didn't know who he was before this. He's some sort of singer, I think. Some sort of. He had an album called Convicted, but it's spelled with a K. Okay. So what do you think this song is about? It's called Smack That. Yeah, it is, I, my first thought was, is this about smacking asses? What is, mm-hmm. what is he smacking? Um, that seems like the most obvious thing to me. I think uh, like there's, there's some parts of the lyrics really do suggest that it's about having sex with a woman. Um, or I guess it doesn't have to be a woman, but in a way that means that you're smacking against them. I don't think it's about necessarily smacking an ass, but oh. more like the body smacking together. Oh, okay. 
And in fact, I have a from again from genius.com, part of the lyrics is explained on that site. It says Akon relates his success at quotation marks throwing the dick to the other type of baller, a basketball player, success at throwing the ball. When he shoots, he hits no less than three at a time. Wow, too bad Ella Fitzgerald isn't around to uh, <laughs> lend her voice to covering the songs of today. Eminem is in this song. Yeah, I know who Eminem is. He looks a little uncomfortable in the strip club, don't you think? Yeah. I... Don't you find it kind of weird? I mean, I just don't want to get on a tangent, Danny. Go. But isn't it strange that when Eminem shows up, it seems like they only show white strippers? I didn't. I wasn't noticing that, so I'd have to rewatch. And I, I also haven't seen very many uh, music videos with Eminem and strippers. Right. So I, I don't know if there's a pattern there. He's usually with his good friend Dre. Yeah, that's that's something to... Maybe you can make a poll about that. How many polls do I have to make here, Danny? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. You should learn how to play checkers. Just let it go. This <laughs> video also, also features a cameo from Fat Joe, Lil Fizz of B2K... Lazy Bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony, Nass, and Kendra Wilkinson of Ease the Girls Next Door. Did you watch that reality show? Um, no, but I know who she is. I didn't. I don't think I I noticed her in the video though. Maybe because I wasn't. I didn't know to look for her. What do you think about Hugh Hefner, Danny? He's gross. Hmm. Um, not because of Playboy, but just as I don't know. He just it looks gross and seems gross. But as a lazy man yourself, doesn't it seem like it would be fun to wear a bathrobe all the time? I do wear a bathrobe all the time. Well, there you go. Then you must relate to that. You know, I read <laughs> I read uh, not one of the girls who uh, was on the show, but another girl who I guess was Hugh Hefner's girlfriend at one point uh, in the last 15 years. She wrote a tell-all, and I read that, and the way she described sex with Hugh Hefner sounded so disgusting. Well, give us a little detail. I guess he had to be completely like oiled up hmm. and slippery and popping lots of Viagra. Um, and the sex just A, didn't last very long because the Viagra would wear off very quickly. But mm -hmm. also she just described him as like a wrinkled dolphin because he was so wet and slippery and oily. You know, uh, the, the role that broke Eric Roberts, in a good way, as an actor, was in Star 80, where he played the uh, husband of a Playboy model. And there's a lot of scenes in that with an actor playing Hugh Hefner. Though in that movie, Hugh Hefner is not covered in oil. And acting like a dolphin. It's a weird, th it's a weird thing to think of. The first thing that you think of something slippery is a dolphin. Yeah. Well, what do you think of when you think of something slippery? Um, Hugh Hefner covered in oil. <laughs> but it might be because of the conversation we're having right now. Danny! Doug. We gotta take our first break, or second break, I should say. We need to take our second break. And when we return, we need to complete the other five videos that we're gonna talk about on this episode of Eric Roberts is the Fucking Man The Emancipation of Mimi. <laughs> so let's take a little break, and we'll be back in just a minute.
And we're back. Yes, five more videos to come after those five beautiful pieces of art that we just discussed. Danny, how are you feeling about these Eric Roberts music videos? Can I say something about, about all the videos we've talked about? So you can far? say anything. Okay, one thing I've noticed is that he he plays these incompetent characters uh-huh. in every video so far. Um, like, down-ass bitch. Uh, wait, what was I going to say? I just lost my the, the, the creepy guy who's watching Mariah Carey, who ends up being her fiancé. Right, the jilted lover. The, he, was, the, he is pretty competent in, in Mr. Brightside. Was he? Did he get the girl in the end? He won that game of uh, checkers, and he did get the girl in that one. And we'll see if maybe there's some sort of follow-up we're going to get into in a little bit. Oh, I guess, I guess I didn't get that from the video that he won the game of checkers and he got the girl. I think the idea is that Brandon Flowers' character, not to go back to that song, mm -hmm. uh, like he was pining for her and they had some sort of relationship, but she just ran back to Eric Roberts. And he was just like, hey, I'm just going to sit here eating an apple. All right. Godhead, Danny. Yeah. So uh, I never heard of Godhead before. They're an American rock band from Washington, D.C. Okay. And they're often credited with being the only band signed to musician Marilyn Manson's short-lived vanity label, Post Human Records. <laughs> and they have a song. This is I do know this. They have a song called Hey You. Okay. You, what, what did you think of this song? Hey You. Um, it didn't really leave much of an impression on me. Uh, it didn't convert me into a Godhead fan. Um, but I will say... Eric seems really committed to his role in this uh, in this video. It looks like you know, it, and he you can't actually hear him talking, but it looks like he's saying dialogue and um, he's on a phone a lot. Yeah, so it looks like he's really committed to. It's not just like smoldering looks like in the the, the Mimi videos. Um, he's actually like acting, acting or trying right. to. Um, but okay, but really, okay. My question is. Oh boy. Why, why Eric Roberts? Why? Are you talking to me right now? Uh, yeah. I, so please, please okay. continue the question. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming you have to pay a certain amount of money to get Eric Roberts to be in your music video. Sure. And it 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 would probably be cheaper to get you know somebody who's unknown, um, but especially especially for a role that doesn't need anyone to speak out loud exactly and that, that's my thing like uh so why eric roberts in a role where it's it's almost like anybody could play it it doesn't seem like it needs any special uh anything special that eric roberts would necessarily bring to it i think there's probably an element of hey it's cool to have someone who was nominated for an academy award in our music video he was nominated for an academy award oh yes he was for what movie for runaway train i believe Okay, and uh, and I he was nominated for in fact I think he won a Golden Globe for Star eighty perhaps or maybe the Pope of Greenwich Village. Uh, I might be getting some of those confused, but those are three of his larger roles that were very well received. So the idea of having a, a, an actor who at one point at least okay. was very well respected is probably you know seen as a feather in the cap of some of these artists. That but makes also a bit more sense to me then. But also, I think there's a lot of actors that probably wouldn't be necessarily willing to do a job like this, where it's just like maybe like a one-day thing on a music video. Um, and Eric Roberts, especially over the last decade of his career, does a lot of parts which just require a day or two or a few days on set. 
Primal confusion fills the air, surrounding everything in here. Your calloused brain can't comprehend my forced resistance. It's never enough. Now I'm in hell. That's some lyrics from Hey You by Godhead. So the plot of this video, Danny, involves Eric Roberts, who I guess the guy from Godhead, the lead singer, he's having sex with Eric Roberts' wife. And Eric Roberts puts out a hit on him. So all of this guy's friends, all of his metal friends, including his bandmates, are all trying to hunt him down. Right. Is this this correct so far? I think so. To be honest, though, I kind of lost track of who was who because there were so many bald white guys in the video. They all kind of start to look the same. I'm like, wait, which one was he? What, What was he doing, you know? So here's where I get confused. So they end up capturing this guy, the lead singer of Godhead, and they bring him to Eric Roberts, who takes him in his car to the middle of the woods or something, in order to kill him. So he points a gun at this bald idiot's head, and he's about to kill him, and then the guy does some sort of metal scream, and what happens? Do you remember, Danny? No, I kind of got confused about what was going on in that scene, too. I got incredibly confused because I, I don't... It, you would tell me. It kind of looks like he uses, like, a mutant power to make everyone disappear or something like that. I had to... For a second, I thought that Godhead was supposed to maybe be taken more literally, that the band might have been a Christian rock band, and this was supposed to be some sort of, like, Jesus-y rapture type thing, but it wasn't. Hmm. I thought maybe he was some sort of mutant, like in the X-Men movies that you haven't watched. Yeah, um, I mean, I know what the X-Men are, thanks. Yes, um, <laughs> they're mutants. Um, what I what I was found more unbelievable and kind of confused was, are we supposed to believe that the woman, the his wife or girlfriend or whatever, was getting live streaming video on her flip phone? Of, of- now, that is a good question. It does look like she was doing that <laughs> in whatever year this song came out in. It was a fucking flip phone. And she was like watching some her flip phone in horror, like she was getting the live stream of this attempted assassination. Eric Roberts' character in this, he uh, walks with a cane. Yeah, I wonder if the, I wonder if there was a real reason he was walking with a cane, or if he decided that maybe this character he definitely walks with a cane. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like he he's committed to these roles, even though they're insignificant, and um, <laughs> probably any anybody can do it. But he's, nah. he's, he, what did you say? I was going to say, they paid me to show up. I'm going to walk with this cane. Yeah, that's the, the kind of professional commitment that Eric Roberts brings to a music video shoot. Now, we've already, Danny, talked about The Killers, which is a band that you were a huge fan of back uh, in your dancing days. Oh, boy. Well, they did a follow-up to their Mr. Brightside song. I've never heard of this song before. It's called Miss Atomic Bomb. Have you, had you heard of this song before? I had heard that it existed, but only in the context of it having Eric Roberts in the video, but I had oh. never seen the video before. Never heard the song, never saw the video. So this was a, quite a revelation to me that they did a sequel to that earlier song and video. Is so, it actually a sequel? It is in that, like, the girl in this video is the girl from that video. Uh-huh. And it's thematically supposed to be about the same thing, except I have to say, and I, I'm ashamed to say this, Danny. I had to look up what the video was all about. And I 
having watched it, I was like, oh, I know what this is about. And then I read a plot summary and I was like, I did not get what was going on at all. So let me explain to you what's happening, Danny. You can tell me, you can just say, oh, I already knew that whenever you hit a point where that's appropriate. Okay, well, I don't know anything about this video, so I probably... Well, the first, it begins with this old man going into like a, a, a camper type thing in the middle of the desert. And he's old. And he gets a letter, and that letter brings back some memories of this girl he used to love. And this girl was a dancer. And her partner slash coach was Eric Roberts. And she danced at this place where uh, Brandon Flowers and his uh, band, The Killers, they also played. And uh, they, I guess, bonded in some way, Brandon and this girl. Um, And uh, he uh, and her started to have a really deep relationship. And eventually he was going to propose to her, but he was very jealous. He started to think that maybe she was cheating on him with Eric Roberts. And one day he goes to give her this ring and he looks up in her apartment and she looks like she's like dancing for him or like they're having some sort of like heavy moment. And he drops the ring and he just runs away and he just leaves the relationship right there. And then we find out in the last bit of the relationship that that was all in his mind. And then then it switches to live action and we see that really she wasn't doing that at all. She was completely innocent and he threw away what could have been a really important relationship. Happens all the time. Yeah, it does happen all the time, but I do have to say, I did not pick that up from what I was watching in this. Yeah, me neither. That's... I was really focused on animated Eric Roberts. Do you, do you think he gets paid the same if he's a cartoon character versus just being in it? Now, that's a good question because they had to use his likeness, right? We had to know that this was Eric Roberts because right. it is supposed to play on the fact that he was in that earlier video. So I don't know. Even if he has no lines, he has nothing to do with, with anything having to do with the cartoon except that it, they drew him. I wonder, I wonder if he gets paid the same. Well, I mean, thankfully, he does show up at some point in live action in this as well. So I guess, I guess he still, uh, that, that, I guess it all plays into the same thing. But yeah, I imagine that he has to pay something for his likeness. But you're right. It wouldn't, doesn't really make sense that it would be the same as actually showing up to act. Now, what do you think? I, I, I was guessing, I, I can't imagine that his scenes took more than 20 minutes to film. Yeah, it doesn't look like it would have been a lot of work necessarily. He just kind of stood around a couple times and that was it and I don't think he even had a costume change so I think I don't know I just got the impression that he just stopped by maybe grabbed something from craft services filmed his scenes and and left he's like I'm gonna be a cartoon that's cool man (laughs) is that how he talks a little bit a little bit like that I think that was actually a pretty good impression Um, I discovered recently that Andrew Dice Clay the famous comedian he does an Eric Roberts impression Really? Why? Yeah, he he used to do a routine in the early 90s where he had all of these kind of like uh, Italianish style actors, even though Eric Roberts isn't. Um, all of them kind of camping together and they're talking to each other. And he does impressions of like um, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro and those kind of people. And one of the people he's ta- he does the voice of is Eric Roberts. Well, yeah, I mean, you think of De Niro and Al Pacino and you think Eric Roberts. Now, you, you're mocking the very idea of Eric Roberts at the moment. But let me tell you, back in 1991, that was not a stretch. You might not have been around then, Danny, but let me tell you, I was 11 years old. I'm very young, Doug. <laughs> I'm very young. So what did you think of this video? Um, it kind of, I liked it. It kind of reminded me of AHA's take on me. Um, I kept waiting for the mirror world to turn you turn them into a cartoon and vice versa. Um, I got a Hunger Games vibe from it. Um, did you then? <laughs> I did. You didn't? Not particularly. 
like that that rich uh, city that they not like the poor. Um, I'm not very versed in Hunger Games, so I'm just you know. There's like that city that like everything's like rich and everyone's rich and oh yeah, rich city. I know it. Yeah, I think that's what it was called in the books. Um, and I don't know. Uh, there was a lot of of that kind of. Uh, oh, now I remember. There's that part where Brandon Flowers he hunts down Eric Roberts and kills him. What? No, it doesn't happen. Um, just I would have believed you if you told me. <laughs> I guess he, you weren't as sober as you were at the beginning of watching these videos when you were watching this one. But I will tell you what a good uh, song to get blitzed and to watch is. Or a good music video, I should say. It's Bitch Better Have My Money by Rihanna. Mm. Bitch better have my 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 Money not to Rihanna while the whole club fucking wasted Every time I drop, I am the only thing y'all play In a drop top, do a hundred y'all in my review mirror racing. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Is this one that you'd seen before? No, never heard the song and never seen the video before. It was pretty big when it came out, and it was uh, like I said, it kind of uh, Eric Roberts appearing in this kind of uh, spurred a bunch of articles about him being in so many music videos. Now. Let me get your thoughts on Rihanna before we talk about the video. I'm not really a, a big Rihanna fan. Um, I, I I think I only really know one Rihanna song, and that's Umbrella. Ella, Ella. Ella, Ella, Ella. And, oh, and, and Diamonds, but I only know that because Sia, Sia wrote it, and I think I'm more familiar with Sia's cover of it. Or, well, not cover, because she wrote it, but her version of it. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Nothing... Uh, I, Every time somebody's played me a Rihanna song, I'm like, oh, this sounds very generic and uh, very samey. Does uh, that include this song, Bitch no, Better Have My Money? No, no, no. I will say, this song is is very, very catchy because of that that Bitch Better Have My Money hook. Um, it's kind of a cheap hook, but it's very catchy. It's it's and just she, kind of provocative, and, and so it kind of like uh, sticks in your head. It becomes uh, an earworm. Now, this music video was kind of controversial when it came out for probably obvious reasons. What did you think of the video? Just to let people know before I actually, uh, before you answer that, it's, there's some nudity in it. There's a certain amount of violence in it. Mads Mikkelsen is in it. So what did you think? Um, I was kind of upset that Rihanna can fucking show nipples and, 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 and all that shit. But, um, you know, my edit of anal massage for relaxation and pleasure and Mm -hmm. my, my edit of, uh, Playboy's Girls of the Internet that we did for Everything is Terrible were banned by YouTube. So I think uh, that is bullshit. Now, did you watch this video on YouTube? I did. It's on YouTube. I know that uh, when I was looking for it today, I couldn't get it, but it was on Vivo's site, I think. But uh, yeah, it, you're right. It's it, and, and I certainly did watch it when it first came out on YouTube several times. And you're right. There's uh, In fact, and it's not just her nudity. There's a significant amount of nudity in this video. And I don't mind nudity, but... Fuck you, YouTube. Like, oh, you make exceptions for Rihanna? I guess they do. I guess they make exceptions for Rihanna. <laughs> it does have a warning at the beginning, but you think that you could just put a warning at, on the beginning of any video if you yeah. wanted, right? I mean, for my cut of Playboy's uh, Girls of the Internet, which, uh, if anybody doesn't know, it's... So back in, I think, the early 2000s, um, Playboy released a DVD, and the Internet was still... Uh, it wasn't new, but it wasn't what it is today. And right. it's just this like cheesy gimmicky video of women in lingerie using the internet, and so for uh, everything is terrible. 
um, I did a me and my partner, my editing partner Robert, did a cut of it, and we blurred out like the nipples, and we tried to make it as as PG as possible because we didn't want it to get uh, taken off of YouTube. Sure, but it did in the end, which is such bullshit. Yeah. So, what do you think about Mads Mikkelsen? Who's she? He. 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 Who's he? Oh my gosh, Danny, what is going on over there in Los Angeles, California? Who's what's his name? Madge Mickelson? Mads. Mads. Mads, like He was Oh my goodness. Was anyway, he, he, was he the accountant? Yes, he was the accountant. He yeah, was the bitch. He was the only other man in the video, I think. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, was the star of Hannibal, which was recently cancelled. He played I Hannibal. I haven't seen it. Very good show. But he also is the villain in um Casino Royale with uh, with uh, James Bond. I've only seen one James Bond movie, and it was GoldenEye, and it was only because Tina Turner sang the theme song, and that's the only reason I watched it. <laughs> anyway, he's... <laughs> he also, I believe, is the villain in the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. But anyway, Mads Mikkelsen is great, but he doesn't get much to do here except uh, be tied up and uh, shoot money into the... bitch of the music video? He, it says in the music video, when it shows him, it, fr- it, it stops for a second and it says, the, account, uh, the accountant is as the bitch. Oh, I just... I, it went by so fast, all I, I was able to read was the accountant. I took a screenshot, so I, oh. I know that. <laughs> I, you know what? I noticed those, you know, speaking of movie connections, Rihanna looked like a, a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean extra at the beginning. Did you, yeah. know, did you think that too? Yeah, I could see that. And, and she's on a boat later too. <laughs> so uh, let's get your thoughts kind of overall. Did you think it's a pretty entertaining video? Yeah, I was entertained. And, uh, you know, the scenes with Eric actually made me laugh. And um, <laughs> again, and, you know, I was talking about he plays incompetent characters. And this is another example of that. He he played the incompetent cop who, you know, there's a dead body mere feet away from him. And he's just checking out the tits on Rihanna. He's just enamored, like, enamored with all the pretty girls in bikinis. The fucking weekend at Bernie's, that woman. Yes, I love that. Where they make her wave. I love that. <laughs> uh, so the accountant, the bitch, whatever. Um, Mads. Why didn't he just give her the money? I don't think he had the money anymore. I think he gave it all away to strippers and stuff. Oh. No, but wait. At the end, she does have the big thing full of money. So I don't know. Why didn't he give her the money? It looked like she got his money in the end. So why didn't he just give her the money? I don't know. You know how guys are when it comes to money. Yeah, I do. Nearly Forgot My Broken Heart by Chris Cornell. Now, do you know anything about Chris Cornell? He sang the theme song to Casino Royale, which co-starred Mads Mikkelsen. I, I didn't know he sang the theme song to <laughs> that Bond movie. I am familiar with Chris Cornell. I am familiar with Soundgarden. Um, I, I, I'm not that familiar with his solo career, though. Um, but yeah, I've mostly ignored his solo career, but I, I, I did like this song. I actually, I, you know what? I'm with you there, Danny. I actually think this is a pretty good song. But I have to say, I'm very confused about this music video. Now, when this music video first came out, we actually discussed it very briefly on uh, Eric Roberts' is a Fucking Man. And we talked about the plot. 
and how we found it a little bit confusing. And I was like, I'm looking forward. I was looking forward to revisiting it so I could figure out what the plot is all about. But I have to say, I think I'm even more confused. I think the theme of this video is that you don't want to marry someone who is overweight and ugly. Yeah, I, I got that. It was kind of the joke was that his new bride is fat and that was the joke. So let's talk about what this video's plot is. So Chris Cornell and Eric Roberts are in prison, and they are going to be hanged. Mm -hmm. So far, we're on the same page. Right. It's all set up. Eventually, okay, Chris Cornell, he's going to get hanged first. We, uh, while he's like standing there with the rope around his neck, there's this uh, sexy woman who's kind of like taking her top down. Right, the, the horny, horny widow is, is what I, I dubbed her. Right. So she is distracting one of the hangmen, but there's also a hangwoman, and that hangwoman, who is the uh, overweight woman, she uh, then places some acid on the rope, which then when uh, the rope is supposed to uh, snap his neck, instead, he is able to escape. She helps him escape and then immediately marries him. Right. So what the fuck is going on with Eric Roberts? I, <laughs> you know, I just kind of thought that Chris Cornell wanted to hang out with Eric Roberts on set for that day, and that's why he was there. But there's a, like there is an extra part of the plot where Eric Roberts is standing there, and he looks like he's like happy, like he's about to get hanged, but it looks like he thinks like he's going to get away too. But then there's like a moment where his expression changes, like what? And then he gets hanged, and I'm like, what? That's, that's a twist. But like, why did he think he was going to get out? <laughs> Maybe maybe that was discussed, you know, and he thought that he was going to meet the same fate, but uh, Chris Cornell uh, got that privilege instead, and, and fuck Eric Roberts, you're going to die. But didn't Chris Cornell look confused about the fact that he was going to marry that woman? Oh my god, I just thought of something. Let me what hear What if the hangman or whatever got them mixed up and thought that he was supposed to hang Chris Cornell and let Eric Roberts go, and he mixed it up or whatever? And they hung the wrong person and they let Chris Cornell go. You know what I'm saying? But certainly the hang woman knew who she wanted to marry. Maybe that was, maybe, she, yeah, maybe, maybe she, uh, <laughs> maybe she was just horny for Chris Cornell and didn't tell anyone else and uh, everyone else would, maybe Eric Roberts thought that was the plan but was mistaken. I don't know. Eric Roberts feigns playing guitar in this video. Yeah, very badly. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> do you play any instruments, Danny? I do. I play the piano. And and how is that? How is playing the piano? Um, I play it with my hands. Um, mm -hmm. I I like it. It's um, it's kind of like a form of therapy for me. Do you ever go into like a like at a party or a gathering of friends and they have a piano there and you're like, let me show you something, and then you play? What's your go to song when you're playing a piano? Um, is it the I'm, entertainer? If I'm <laughs> no. <laughs> If I'm at a party and I'm drunk and uh, somebody's like, oh, play something, I'll usually go uh, with either Time After Time by Cindy Lauper or mm -hmm. uh, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> so you know Coolio, but you don't know Ja Rule. Oh, hell yeah, I know Coolio. I'm, ro I'm rolling with the homies. <laughs> um, so this brings us, Danny, to our final Eric Roberts music video. Yeah, I, which I, I will say, this was probably the one I liked the best. Again, 
It's by a band called Second Chance, which I had never heard of. Of, of them, yeah. Wait, no, wait, no. The band is called Trapdoor Social. I fucked oh, it up. That's right. The, the song is called Second Chance. I actually got confused a couple times until the guy says Second Chance in the video. So, yeah, I had never heard of this band before. Uh, Eric Roberts plays a janitor at a silent movie theater. Uh-huh. I don't know why. But uh, then the video transitions into a um, a guy playing video games at a mental hospital or some sort of hospital surrounded by people in, like, uh, mascot costumes and clowns and things like that. Let's let's call them what they are, the furries. Furries. Furry people. Furries. Uh, <laughs> yes. We've had a furry on this show as a guest, so believe me, I know what we're talking about. All right. <laughs> and was he, was he a diaper furry or just a regular furry? You know, it didn't come up. Got it. But but this movie tra- this movie this video transitions into a bunch of surreal things with this guy going through all sorts of uh, uh, weird kind of um, short, um, almost like sketches or skits, and then it goes at the very end. We find out that I guess he really had fallen asleep. He was just the guy falling asleep playing video games and then he has to re-enter his body or something like that. What did you think? I li- I mean, I thought it was a fun video. I liked how color- colorful it was. I was rooting for the singer. You know what it reminded me of? Um, it reminded me of that movie Toys with Robin Williams and Junk Cusack and LL that, Cool J. That beloved movie Toys? I lo- uh, yeah. Everybody hates that movie, but yes, I know what you're talking about. What? Who hates yeah. it? Do you it hate was a he- it was a huge bomb, and all the critics hated it. And well, uh, critics hate it. Look, I understand that you're going to get a little sniffy with me right now, Denny. I'm just telling you what happened back in 1991. I saw that movie in the cinema, and I enjoyed it. Me too, even though I wasn't born then. Um, I did see it in the theaters as well. Oh well, whoop de doo. I'm very young. <laughs> so, uh, so this video, yeah, this video actually looks really expensive. I thought it's a, a very creative video, right? Who is this band that they had a budget to do this? That's a very good question because I looked them up online, and they don't seem like they have like a Bandcamp website and stuff like that. Like, I don't think they're that well known. Well, good for them. Good for them getting Eric Roberts to be a janitor in their movie, video, music video. But. Going back to the toys comparison. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I just Because the, the plot of toys was this toy company is developing toys that uh, are used uh, as, as weapons. Wep- weapons in war. And so, you know, in this video, uh, the the furries and, and the clowns are using the video games to kill uh, off these robots. And so I thought there was a parallel there. And I thought maybe, like, the... It was it was symbolic of maybe killing the disease, whatever disease the the singer in in the music video had. Because I I didn't get that he was in mental hospital. I thought he was in a hospital hospital, and he was maybe having- you're right. It could have been a hospital hospital. Absolutely. Maybe it's just that the mo- the video itself has such a surreal element to it that it made me think that it might have been a mental hospital. But I do think that they don't like they. You're right. They use some toys. I like when they're trying to hit like a button in order to open a door. But when they open that door, it's full of machine guns. <laughs> That they use and shoot kind of laser beam things at all. Anyway, it's quite the video. I do recommend watching it. Yeah, it was cute. And um, But again, what does having Eric Robert in this video gain the band? It's a very confusing appearance by Eric Roberts, he I do have really, to say. He wasn't connected to the, any of that plot. He just kind of there. Maybe they had a Kickstarter and they had a couple of dollars left over. <laughs> but that's it. Danny, that's all the Eric Roberts music videos. Oh my god, that was over so quick. F- for now, I should say. 
If he does just, more music videos, can I come back and talk? About I would. I. I am. I'm just gonna say, Danny, you have to come back if he does more music videos. Okay, Eric, if you're listening, please make more music videos. So, <laughs> Eric, I... do do ten more music videos. <laughs> well, we technically have one more. We can we can carry over for the next time. That's not a music video. I was told so by by a fan account for Zahia, whoever the fuck that is. They told you it wasn't a music video. Uh huh. What what is it then? They say it's some sort of um, promo short film that all, that just happens to feature Eric Robertson. Isn't isn't a music video technically a promotional short film? For... Well, yes, but the song would normally have to go along with that video. In this case, it's just a bunch of kind of I I don't know if it's was composed for the video or is just some random music. Hmm. It's an instrumental. Buh. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, uh, since we've completed all of these Eric Roberts music videos, Danny, I do have a question I need to ask you. Okay. Do you think Eric Roberts is the fucking man? After watching 10, no, 11 music videos featuring Eric Roberts, I will give it to him that he is the fucking man. There you go, Danny. I knew we would win you over, if only from the sheer amount of time you had to spend thinking about him. I was, I was, I was brainwashed and forced into it. Well, when you run into Eric Roberts on the street, you could talk to him about his extensive career in the music video format. Does he live in L.A.? Uh, I think he might. Okay, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled. I love L.A. We love it. I do. Okay, good. Anyway, let's take our final break. And when we return, we're going to talk to Danny for a moment, and then we're going to say goodnight. So we'll be back in just a moment. That's it. Episode number 33 of Eric Roberts is the fucking man is in the fucking can. We just listened to and talked about 10 Eric Roberts starring music videos. And Danny is still in one piece. Danny, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me on. This was so much fun. I appreciate you watching these videos, getting drunk and watching them, and then writing notes and then talking about them. It actually is kind of a monumental effort. But I'm so glad that we were able to do this danny you've got some other projects that you can talk about what where can people find you in the world okay uh yeah so i have i have my own podcast i I do it with my my podcast partner efren and uh like i said it's it's uh we it's called the that it's called drive all night the songs of tori amos where every episode uh covers one tori amos song and we're going in chronological order of release um, and you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, uh, Twitter, everywhere. And um, I'm also a guest, a regular guest contributor for Everything Is Terrible, 
Uh, you can look, look us up on everythingisterrible.com and also Everything is Terrible on Facebook. And uh, I edit under the name Deeper Understanding. And um, I think Deeper Understanding is probably most well known for a video called Anal Massage. So if you Google Anal Massage <laughs> and Deeper Understanding, uh, it'll pop up. And please email us your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're very interested to, to see what people think. What if you just look up anal massage? Then I don't know what you'll get. Can we still email you? Yeah, please do. <laughs> please share what you find. I'm a huge fan of the deeper of the deeper of anal massage, but also of the uh, deeper understanding videos. They are amazing. And again, if you're the kind of person who love who likes everything is terrible, or if even what we're talking about sounds like it could be interesting to you, you should definitely seek them out. Uh, I, aside from on uh, the everything is terrible site, I mean there are videos on YouTube and things that you can find as well, right? Yeah, we have we have our own dedicated YouTube channel, just deeper understanding. Um, so yeah, check us out. I think we have over 60 videos at this point we've been doing it for a while and uh yeah i'm pretty proud of it i think you should be proud of even it. though my parents don't understand anything that i'm doing parents just don't understand that's what yeah. that's what will will smith told me once <laughs> star of suicide squad oh i was busy that night Mm-hmm. so danny is there any other way that people can contact you online if they just want to drop you a line um, yeah, you can look me up under Danny Halusim. Halusim. H-A-L-O-O-S-S-I-M. And that's how it's done, folks. You can find Eric Roberts is the fucking man over at ericrobertsistheman.com. You can also find us on Twitter at E-R-I-T-F-M. You can also find us on Facebook if you look up Eric Roberts is the man on there. We have a group where you can get a little insight onto what movies are coming up next on Eric Roberts is the fucking man. But Twitter is certainly the best place at E-R-I-T-F-M. And of course, you can find me, Doug Tilly, on Twitter at Doug underscore Tilly. That's T-I-L-L-E-Y. You'll be able to find my writing in the very near future over at Dorkshelf. Dot com, which is also going to be the location where you can find my other podcast, No Budget Nightmares, which is also available at NoBudgetPodcast.com. But with that said, Danny, that's all there is. That's all the Eric Roberts that the world has given us Doug, at this point. Doug, you to come visit L.A. so we can go hunt down Eric Roberts together? I think that's the greatest idea in the world. I need to get to L.A. I don't know what I'm doing in this podunk fucking place. <laughs> I'm sorry, people from Peterborough, Ontario, Canada, who are listening right now. Yeah, no, we got to get to L.A., now that Jill can legally go to the country in which you live, there's no reason not to go. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to go to L.A. I want to hang out with you guys again. Good. I want to do that too, Danny. Thank you again so very much. And thank you, listeners. And we'll be back in just a couple of weeks. Eric Roberts is the fucking man. Eric Roberts is the fucking man. Eric Roberts is the fucking man. If there's anything that you can do, Eric Roberts fucking can.